Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. K-Show, 98.7 ESPN, and yes, a lot to talk about there. A lot going on. He has a whole lot going on, Don. I was legitimately, like, mad last night at the Chiefs. I was disgusted (sighs) by the Chiefs, and I won the game. That was my three-point play. So I was happy that the Bills covered. Well, when you saw that, that flag go up. Oh, well, you saw it right away. The, the second the ball was snapped, you knew that play wasn't going to count. Yeah. And right I don't know right if this away. crept into your mind at all. My, Not, mind, it, my mind's eye. It's apples and oranges, Susan. But to see someone throw a ball across the field like that on the day that Frank Wycheck passed away. I know. It's the first thing I thought of. God, how bad was that? Terrible. How, how did he die? He fell in his home and hit his head. And my wife brought it to my attention, oh, and I she's didn't like, know that. "She said, and I don't know all the details, so if it's out there, I, 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 what I, last I heard, he had oh. fallen in his home and he passed away at 52." My wife thought this. I don't know if you thought it. Was he hanging up like Christmas decorations? And I had this like horror show in my thought. Like, was he putting the star on the tree or something and like fell? Like, because like, you figure he fell in his home. It's the holidays. Like, so I don't know what the details were, but. Uh, when I saw that on the bottom line during the games, I'm like, oh my God, he's 52 years old. And I started to get some of the details. But then when I saw that play, but I knew it wasn't going to count, Peter, because it had to be an offensive play unless a, a, a defender was offside. But you saw that he was that the, the Chiefs were offside. So you knew the play wasn't going to count. But the reaction from, from Andy Reid, who I respect, the reaction from Patrick Mahomes, who I respect, give me a break, guys. You won a Super Bowl on a borderline holding call. He was a foot offside. And then how would it look, Peter, if you found out the official told him to get back onside? The city of Buffalo would have caught fire if they found out. Half the, half the people think the refs are in the bag for the Chiefs anyway. Mahomes looked like an actual toolbox the way he reacted after the game. A tool. It's By the way, it's unbelievable watching how clearly it was a forward pass in the Music City Miracle. <laughs> No, it's, it's they they did the science. I know it's it, not. No, but it is. It's not done. It I'm, looks like it, but it's not. Hold on, real quick. I just want to say this. So I'm, I'm watching it right now. All right, Wycheck gets the ball. He st- he chucks it. His foot is on the 25, and his arm is slightly behind the 25. So foot's on the 25, arm is just behind the 25. When the ball is caught. The ball, the ball lands on the 25. 
I guess. I mean, it's inches. It's inches. It's close enough. But when you they watch re- it in fast play, it really looks forward when you watch it's it one the first of those, time. It's one of those plays that you know where you were when you saw uh, it. Uh, I mean, I know where I was. I was in I was in Boston visiting my cousins. Unbelievable moment. It, it, it was pretty incredible. And yeah, so all they're saying is that he is that Frank Whitechick fell in his home. 52 years old. Jesus. That's so scary, man. Just doing something and... and you know how many times... And, and Nancy gets mad at me that I'm like hanging over, like putting up Christmas lights, and it was like, "What are you doing? You're 55 years old." Like I'm on a, I'm on the, uh, I got a ladder in my garage that I think is from the 50s. You know, I'm like, I'm on the, I'm on the, the last step, hanging something up on a tree, and she'll come screw. Like, what are you doing? And I, so that's all I kept thinking about is that that totally could be me, totally. Well, not to mention it can be like, you know, just a slip, a, a literal slip, and then the way your head, or you're no, half, just, a, you're half just, asleep. I was sick yesterday when I saw it. But. That's, so, so, so back to, to the point you just made. Yeah. I'm sorry to derail you. Back to the point you just made. You, you said it well uh, during the meeting. It was like a heel turn moment for, for the yeah, Chiefs. They, I, I, I couldn't, here's what I was thinking about Mahomes. When Mahomes was screaming the way he was, and we don't know what he was saying, and I would just like to be the first to submit I've been sensing some nozzle in Mahomes this whole year. Like he's been starting to cruise towards nozzle just a bit. Um, yeah, I have a I have a drop in which I you know, express those feelings. Here you go. You remember this? He's not cool. His voice is weird. He's kind of a dork. His brother's a tool. His girlfriend's annoying. <laughs> His wife. You get the idea. Anyways, but that, that was a goof. You were in a you were in the flow. But he's he's been going that way a little bit. But yesterday, here's what I kept thinking. Was he going off on the refs because he was scared to go off at Kadarius Tony? Because I don't know Why would how you be you're scared. It's not, it's not like it's uh, I don't know anybody with any like because they're showing they're showing Tony repeatedly and it looked like he wanted to bury a hole in Arrowhead and 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 bury himself because he knew Tony knew it was him. He absolutely knew. You could tell the sheepish look on his face. He knew he cost them the game. I don't know how Mahomes would go off on a curse-laden rant at anyone except Tony. Like I, it, 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 He was a foot off. And I had no idea when I was watching him screaming that it was even because of that. I'm just like, stop it, man. You played a great game. You weren't good enough. You, you've you've had issues all year. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you acting like that, man? You you act like a spoiled brat. Like and 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 Romo's trying to pick him up. Like all oh, that just shows the competitiveness of Mahomes. No, I think it was too much. It was too much. You either get in the face of the player you're upset with if you want to be a leader. You just came across as like a complaining tool that has gotten all the breaks and now you're not getting them. And, and then you find out he was a foot offside. Like the official's supposed to tell you to get back onside. And even if he's supposed to, it's a penalty. And do you really think they didn't know there was a penalty? Do you think Kelsey throws that ball if he knows that it counts? He was hoping it was a free play, you're saying. He had to see it. The whole world saw. The flag flew the second the ball was snapped. It's a, it, it's, no, it's, if you watch it back, look at the corner of your screen where the score is. The, the yellow flag goes up. It was the immediate. second the play starts. It was they, immediate. They, so 
I, I just don't understand. And you're right for a team that has benefited from shady calls oh. before. It was like, and by the way, you're still good. The only thing, you've had a really unimpressive season. They don't look to be the same offensive juggernaut that they've been at no, all. No, they're, they're better de- defensive they're team than their offensive who's kept them alive, right? And now, the worst thing that people are saying about the outcome for this Chiefs season is they might have to play a road playoff Ooh. game. Oh, a road playoff game for the Chiefs. Are you going to prove to be a team that can really be the real deal and go on the road and, w- and go on a run anyway? I mean, it was such an just, embarrassing. And also, Mahomes, Patrick, come back to me, dude. You're in every commercial. You guys are the most commercially loved team in the league right now. You're the Golden State Warriors of football. You can't be screaming. You see Steph was, Curry cursing like a maniac was, like that? that? What are you doing? That so, was so poor form. It, it really was. You know, the Bills played well. They saved their season. Good for them. And you're still in great shape if you're Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Playoffs you've got, aren't you've got no threat in that division. Are right, you not going to be a one seed? You might have to play. You might have to play Wild Card Weekend. You might have to play on the road. Oh my God! Right. This is what teams do. So get up. If you're the man, you're Patrick Mahomes. Man, shake it off. Go out there and play. Don't act like a big baby. You didn't catch a break because that would have been a break if the officials picked up that flag or told him to get back on side. But you, you didn't get the break. Didn't get it. And you know what? You weren't moving the ball, and that would have been a great play. I don't think they're scoring a touchdown. They might have to settle for the field goal. You go to overtime, but you know, and you know what else? But didn't you get that set? You know, and, and it, it's it's going against me. I even text you. Here come I text the threat. Nobody responded until Peter because he's a mensch. Finally I feel bad when later on. Like that. But I was in the moment, and, and I'm in the middle of the Jet pregame too. By the way, I mean the Ranger pregame, and I'm like, here comes the fourth and fifteen, and I didn't finish my thought because I, I was busy. I might, what, what I was going to say is, here comes. The fourth and fifteen KC conversion. What I was going to add to it was: here comes the defensive hold. Here comes the roughing the passer. Something's going to happen to keep game. this keep yeah. this alive. And it didn't happen. It went the other way. And they acted like big babies when it didn't happen. You didn't get you didn't mathematically eliminated. Oh, it might be a little harder to go to the Super Bowl. Wow, wow, wow. I was really just and I like Kansas City. That's why I said they full they turned full heel on me. I, that came out of nowhere to me. I'm just really disgusted by it. But at the same time, even though I, I text you that at the 4th and 15, I didn't feel real good about Kansas City winning that football game when they no. got the ball back or even getting into field goal range because it's just not the same team. It's not. No, they, and, and, and that's why I guess, and again, I, I don't know Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure he's a lovely person. Okay? No, no, I, you but, get but, the sense he's a good guy. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I will just say, though, Aren't the people you need to be screaming at this year your wide receiving core? Who do you no favors ever? None. All they do is drop the ball. Mm-hmm. All they do is make mistakes. So to see you then screaming at the refs where you have to get held back, uh, let me see you scream at Tony or Valdez Scantling or someone. I mean, the, the refs are not the enemy of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's your own wide receiver. You don't think Philadelphia could have reacted the way in the Super Bowl? And that was at least a judgment call, right? I mean, it, it ended up being the right call. When you look at it, he was a foot offside. Well, here's here's Mahomes after the game. Let us play, man. Like, let us play the game. And then whatever happens, happens. Like, the whole throwing the flag and deciding the game one or another, that, that, that's what hurts me. That's why, like, last week I didn't say anything because 
it's just letting us play, man. Let us, let us go out there and win the game. And I said I'd rather them let us play and go out there and, and see who wins. I mean, that's what you want as a competitor is you, you practice all week and go out there and try to win. And uh, you want it to be about the, your team and that team and see what happens. You never want it to be – you don't want to be talking about this stuff after the game. The key, the key clip I take from that is let us go out there and win the game. I, I'm sorry, Patrick. you got to do that within the rules of the game. I mean, I love RG3, but Robert kept posting uh, – it, was this really offsides? Football fans, you're in a safe space. Tell me, was it really offsides? Oh, come on. Yeah, stop Robert, it. yes. It was 1,000% many- offside. And stop comparing it to Terry McLaurin, who looked at the ref from five feet away and goes, ref, am I good? The ref sort of ignores him. They snap the ball and then throws the flag in his face. Don, that to me seems like the official making it about themselves. If the player's asking you, you don't tell them. Then you throw the flag. Now you've got reason to beef. I, I, That's know, not what happened here. And then Cass on Twitter says, so y'all telling me the one game where Patrick vents frustration after last week's missed call. Patrick's wide receivers are worse than the Giants wide receivers last the year. Giants. Let him vent one game. But you're, you're looking like a tool. You want to vent. But you're gonna. But you. All right. Never mind what happened on the field, yelling and screaming. You tell Josh Allen after you congratulate him on the victory that it was an awful call. No, it wasn't. He was a foot offside. Then you go out after the game and talk. We just played the cut. Let him play. What? There should be no rules. There's already no rules for the offense, Patrick. You get to do whatever you want. That's why a thousand points are being scored every day. That's why you're one of the best quarterbacks in the history of football because they let the offense play. But the one thing you can't do is be a foot offside. Give me a break. Grow up. And you're still alive. You're still alive. gonna win the division and, and and watch them still be in the damn Super Bowl. Give me a break already. Just You just acted like a jerk. He acted like a jerk. I'm sorry. And by the way, that was like, as far as football ref screaming goes, it was kind of beyond the pale. Like I'm trying to think of the last time I saw someone even do that. Like someone who's even considered that kind of guy. And, and, and another one, Sweetheart Shorts. God knows what's going on in his bedroom. Pretty surprised at your reaction to Mahomes. I thought he should be cut some slack given that he's never really done this. Everyone has a moment where they lose. Okay. All right. I'm not the king. I don't want him kicked out of the but league. But he's doubling and tripling down on it. Get frustrated. Get mad. You lose, but don't let us play. Don't don't enforce the rules. It give it's hurting our chances of winning. If he wants to rip Tony for being a foot offside, more power to him. He's a leader. He's entitled to do that. He should be frustrated that his team isn't as good as it was last year. Nobody's begrudging him that. But to, to get on the officials, it's an easy call. He's a foot offside. Give me a why do we got to cut him a slack? Why? He's a great quarterback. We I mean, all know that. He's literally the most famous and beloved player in the game. But all and of a one, of the one thing doesn't go his way. One thing, and that's the way he acts. And then, hold on, then on top of that, we're not even allowed to be critical after oh, he has the it. moment? Stop it already. Now, all of a sudden, Chief fans coming out of the woodwork. 20 years ago, you didn't even know who Deron Cherry was. Now, all of a sudden, there's Chief fans all over the world. There's Chief fans now. 30 years ago, you couldn't name a Chief. Now, all of a sudden, I got Chief fans attacking me on social media. The Chiefs? Really? Where were you... Th- 30 years ago. Show me your DeBerg jersey. I want Thank to see, you. I want to see your Akoye yeah. jersey. Or yeah, I want no to see your top Blackledge jersey. Where's that? I mean, but when you think about the Super Bowl last year and how many people believe that the Eagles got rooked, you want a Super Bowl off of a call. The Super Bowl. 
But you had, but at least there was a call where you had to look at different sides. Oh, there was and nothing here. And you and here. I can decide: was it holding? Was it not holding? You could see my my six year old twins who don't know football can figure that he's beyond the line yeah, of why, scrimmage. Daddy, why is he standing where no one else is standing? It was. By the way, I'm not even trying to like. I don't want to play Natalie because, but Natalie's not a big football fan. I was starting to explain what happened. She, she, I swear to God, I didn't know Natalie had this in her vocabulary. She went, oh, no, no, he's definitely offsides. I, she's not a football I, fan. I, it, 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 it was that blatant. I, I would love to talk to like a Greg Buttle. I would love to talk to um, Chris Canty. You know, people that we know. No, a wide receiver would Carl, be ideal. No, no, but Carl Banks. People that we know that play defense, that have watched... This sport evolve into let the offense do whatever they blanking want. All right? Never call offensive pass interference. Let them do whatever. Set pick play. We want points. Do whatever you want. Breathe wrong on the quarterback. 15-yard penalty. Convert on a fourth and 30 because there was a gentle hold five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Throw the flag. Automatic first down. Score 50 points. Score 60 points. Defense can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, the best quarterback in the league, a guy's a foot offside. You want more. Let him play, Peter. Let him be offside. You know what? Let, let Tony run into the end zone before the snap of the ball. Let him play, Peter. I didn't realize I was watching a game where I was playing Nerf ball in the backyard. You can do whatever you want. Football Mondays on 987. Box. Football Mondays on 987 ESPN. Tool shed. Football Mondays on 987 ESPN are brought to you by Slowman's. Slowman's is low price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Slowman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call 866 Oil Deal. That's 1 866 Oil Deal. Tool time. Let's go to Danny on Long Island. Hey, Danny, sorry I missed you on Friday, bud. That's okay. A couple of very important points. Let me get on a roll here. Yeah, now, the first person that should be sending uh, Tony a nice Christmas present is the coach of the Buffalo Bills. When with clearly in field goal range and 210 to go in the game, and the Chiefs down to two timeouts through three incompletions in a row. Instead of running the ball up the minute, Right, the middle, draining that clock. Get under the two-minute warning, the, right? I mean, it made sense. They didn't even get to the two-minute warning. <laughs> right. Tony Romo was—I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. That, that idiot. But they, but he got but he got bailed out. Secondly, the throw that Kelsey did was so unbelievable. Running full speed, I, my quarterback can't make that throw. Running full speed ahead, he turns to his left, sees a receiver twenty yards behind him to the left and throws a strike on the run. I'm surprised Tony was even paying attention because he's a bit of a dude. Now, so, <laughs> and by the way, it should now, be noted, it stunk that we, I, we all agree it stunk that we lost that because it was an unbelievable play by Kelsey. We all agree that was awesome. It would Even for Don, it would have been awesome. You can't deny that play. No, two of three would be that Mahomes, who's had a little charmed life since he was born, was in the bullpen at Shea Stadium warming up with his father, is now facing some serious professional adversity eh, and is serious cracking. And last but not Peter, last but not least, and of all the things out of my my mouth, you will one hundred percent say this was the most agreeable thing I've ever said. I have seen enough of three human beings: Tay Casey Hunt. And Brittany Mahomes, go away, shut up, stop sent, stop showing them. I don't care. I want to watch football. I don't need to see Tay Tay. I don't need to see Mahomes. 
Brittany, you got lucky. What can I say? Casey Hunt, you won the DNA lottery. You married. You, you, you were, that's it. Go away. Leave us alone. You are making the Chiefs unlikable. You're, they're going to be the Raiders soon. No, you, you know what, Danny? You might have won point, point God. You really might have. Because it, it, it is a major part of the heel turn. Let's be real. When we look at this heel turn that has been the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is the heel turn of the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to look at the people in that suite. It, re- it really, I mean, honestly, Taylor is like the icing, the biggest, the sweetest, most crazy butterfield icing of all time. But it starts with Patrick Mahomes' brother. Then Brittany Mahomes. It's one after another after another. They've created this evil empire. They are the New England Patriots meets the Dallas Cowboys. Right. It's repugnant. And guess what? They have one rough moment where they're still sitting at, what, 9-5? and five? They're going to win the AFC West? They're going to go to the playoffs again? And we have to get a screaming fit from their pretty boy quarterback? I'm sorry. I know everyone listening. I know your 10-year-old son is a Chiefs fan. But guess what? They've gotten obnoxious. That was a tough day for the Chiefs. Very tough. You know what, Don? We should talk to SVP next. Good. Get his views on that. Do it. On the Giants game tonight, which is on Monday Night Football. On the Jets, so much more. Uh, But first, guys, let me talk to you about BetterHelp. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. The holidays are a great time to do that, whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a spa day or complete rest. Remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. Therapy can help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced trauma. If you're starting thinking, I should say, of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. So complete a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. To Football Monday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Infinity and Slowman's. The Michael K. Show, 98.7 ESPN. And yes, and every single Monday, we are pleased to be joined by our good friend, Scott Van Pelt. Of course, you can catch him every single Monday night on Countdown as we get ready for a big night, a double, a double header. Scott, SVP, what is the first of all? Happy holidays. Yeah. We, we love you. And what is the um, what is the pro, the thought process on bringing back the double header here late in the year? Okay, first of all, uh, uh, happy holidays to everybody up in the city, and uh, our best to Michael as well. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really curious logistically. I'm just being honest. Uh, they don't ask me. Uh, I, I, we're on after and before and then during. And then w- the, the, the doubleheaders that we had earlier in the year were at different times. I think it's sort of all part of the NFL's grand plan, and it's a bit of an experiment. They've done them staggered. You want to see how that, how does that work. And you want to do them at the same time just to see one's on ABC, one's on ESPN, sort of like how does the viewership work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're obviously happy to have them on both networks, and I'll be there to – do updates in the middle and theoretically do half times and do post shows when they end. I don't know what happens if they end simultaneously. We'll figure it out. But um, it's uh, I, I think it's just a matter of seeing sort of what's people's appetite when they're going simultaneously. I'm sure people will complain because, as you know, Peter and Don, that's kind of how people are wired. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, it's, it's to complain about anything. But uh, we've got several games. So hopefully you've got either several televisions or a good remote. Now, I got a text message from a buddy from my hometown in Hawthorne, New Jersey that sent like a flyer that Tommy DeVito is going to make an appearance there next week. And like young Don LaGreca, like I'm like 10, 11 year old Don LaGreca would be flipping out that a giant would be coming to my hometown. Like it, it's, it's crazy what's been happening to him. It's not quite Linsanity level, but he's definitely made the giants interesting, but does he give them the best chance to win tonight? I was a little taken aback that they went with DeVito thinking that why not give it to Tyrod Taylor? He's more experienced. This technically is a game in which the giants are alive. Do you think they believe DeVito gives them a better chance, or do they know, hey, really, we're not making the playoffs. This story is too good. I want to see what this kid can do the rest of the way. What do you think their motivation truly was behind starting Tommy tonight? I think that's interesting, Don. And I guess it's one of those two things can be true at one scenarios, right? Where you've got a kid, and I think I, I talked with you guys about this, about my, my odd sort of connection to knowing the backstory of the dad from Bloomfield, New Jersey. And I totally get the appeal in that part of the world to this guy, right? And the whole story lives at home, mom makes the bed, yada, yada, fine. But I also think, even as much as I respect Tyrod Taylor, and I've talked about this with you on the show, that, that here's a guy that they've they won some games. He's, he, I thought he couldn't do it initially. Like, I mean, like that Dallas game, I thought, oh, God, this poor guy. I mean, it, it, he doesn't have a chance. But since then, it's looked better. And I, I don't think Dayball trots a guy out there, truthfully, that he doesn't think can give them a chance. And there's nothing that says if it goes poorly for a quarter or two that you can't say, look, we're going to get – you know, the proverbial spark from Tyrod. But I, I think this might be one of those two things that are kind of true at the same time. Yeah, it also feels like th- this is sort of 
this is the real game. This, this is a Green Bay team that is feisty and trying to make the playoffs. And this is not mm-hmm. a game against like the New England Patriots or the Washington Commanders. You know what I mean? Who Correct. obviously are owned by the Giants. So I think there's a lot to gain <laughs> from Tommy DeVito, whether he's the real deal tonight. Because I'll tell you what, I, I, I think Green Bay's gotten pretty good, Scott. Yes, they have. And it, I think I, I always look at it from the perspective of how we're trying to do our show. So much of this gets looked at through the lens of a quarterback. And I understand why. Jordan Love succeeding, Aaron Rodgers. I understand that it's going to be an interesting storyline to see how does it develop. And he's been better. But I also think their defense has been better as well. And they've beaten good teams. And we've talked every Monday about kind of like the wins that teams have. And I look at, say, the Giants record, like, how the hell did they win four games? I can't remember how they did it. Well, two of them, they get to play Washington, so there's that. But in, in the case of Green Bay, I mean, you beat Kansas City, um, which that's a good victory. You beat Detroit on the road on, on Thanksgiving. That's a good victory. And they've gotten momentum beating, beating decent teams, good teams. And so, you know, this is the kind of game, if they're real, if they truly are going to be on the back end of the playoffs in the NFC, well, then you got to go to New York and you got to beat a team that, that you're theoretically better than. I don't know how you feel about last night's Chiefs-Bills game. I felt like how Mahomes acted at the end of the game and how they mm-hmm. reacted in the post-game press conferences about the offside, I think they turned heel last night. This has always been a fun, rootable-type team that you get behind. Now, with all the winning and the way I thought they reacted, I thought they came across as babies, and I thought they turned heel last night. Do you agree or disagree? I, I'm i with you. I, I think that it's really, really difficult for a team who's benefited as much as they've benefited, not just from being great, which they, you don't benefit from being great. You're great because you're great. But they also benefit <laughs> with a call that changed the Super Bowl. I mean, and James Bradbury, after the game, hands up, said, yeah, I mean, I, I hate it, but, yeah, I, I guess that was, that was on me. And they refused to do that. Kansas, like Pat, What Patrick Mahomes was saying, and he was absolutely livid, but it wasn't making much sense. Like, I just want to make plays and, and, and whatever. They, but you just you know, let the players play and whatever. Well, oh, yeah, but there's rules, man. We live in a society. <laughs> and and there's, there's, you, you have to make the call because he's standing a yard offside. And if, if you apply the same sort of explanation that he gave after that to the Super Bowl, so by, by the same – by that same definition, then, then there should have been no call on Bradbury and this incredible back-and-forth Super Bowl that allowed you to kick a field goal to win the game. It's the same idea. Uh, there's a rule, and they enforced it. And it's not the official's job. We had John Perry on Sports Center last night explaining, like, the line judge, if they give you that look, right? And this actually happened in Washington last year against the Giants. Right. Terry McLaurin gave the guy the look. The, the official gave him a thumbs up like, you're good, and then still threw the flag. Like that, Washington had a right to be livid given the way that went, but it was Washington and nobody turned it into this giant <laughs> Exactly. Disaster. Well, this is Kansas City, and so now they're acting like they've been wronged. I, I know. totally disagree with that. Uh, Their reaction is, is, is really distasteful. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I kept thinking about the Terry thing, too. I, he looked at the ref. The ref looked at him. That looked like a screw job. Like, I thought I was in my, I thought that was Bret Hart in Montreal. That's a real screw job. <laughs> but this, this yeah. is just a bad play by Kadarius Tony. And yes, does it stink that we lost a play? I mean, Scott, this is a game. My wife has no vested interest whatsoever in this game and is jumping off the couch because of the play. It sucks that we lost it. I think we all agree. But how do you yeah. not throw the flag when someone's entire body is offsides? 
You have to. And I'm not a huge fan of the of the screenshot on on Twitter because you can make it say what you want it to say in many cases. But when you see Rasheed Rice's front foot is on the 50 and Tony's back foot is on the 50. <laughs> That's a problem. Because he's, he's a full yard off yeah. side. You're like, what are we looking at? And here's the other thing, boys. Like Mahomes is 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 the they're acting like they threw the flag after the fact. The flag's in the air as the play is exactly. starting. Yes, like they threw the flag and then on the back end you're like, wow, that was an incredible play that changes the lead. But by the way, it puts Kansas City ahead. Doesn't mean they win the game. Josh Allen's got a buck twenty two. I want to say it was or one twelve, whatever, to to try to go down the field narrowhead. Something he's been able to do in the past doesn't mean he would have this time, but he would have had the chance. So listen, I get being pissed. I, I do. I get that it sucks because it does. But I also think it was offsides because it was. Yeah, no question. And before we let you go, just your thoughts. Like, how should Jet fans feel today? On the one hand, their quarterback played well. Their offense played well. They're still mathematically alive for a playoff spot. They didn't embarrass themselves. But all I keep thinking about is, where was this early on? Why didn't they play this way earlier in the season when there was a very good chance this team could still have made the playoffs? I don't know. I, 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 was, I, I was figuring we'd talk about this. Um, I give... I, Listen, this guy's taking a ton of crap, Zach Wilson. And I think today's a day that, you know, he, he deserves the credit for what he did. Um, it was a game. I, at halftime, I'm just laughing. like, my God, these poor people in MetLife, it's another one of these games. Between the Giants and the Jets, we've laughed about this in our visits. Like, that's just another horrible, low-scoring disaster in bad weather. Well, you know, the second 30 minutes of football, you, you're, you can't get a whole lot better. He's looking for Garrett Wilson, finding him, throwing the ball down the field, a little bit more confidence. They took advantage of, you know, there's some bad penalties when the game's still kind of hanging there in the balance. And, and I, I think you just you give the credit for, for what it is, and you don't try to extrapolate the larger meaning. Like, does this mean he can do it? Is he the franchise's guy? Well, no, we've got too much evidence to the contrary. I think it's just one of those things where it's, if it's a happier Monday in the office and you get to bust the guy's chops that's given you crap for the last two months, well, then you enjoy that. But I don't know that it's anything more than that. Talking with Scott Van Pelt as we get ready for Monday Night Football. Before we let you go, uh, one more thing on the Jets, though. Is there a chance that Zach Wilson puts together like another game and actually plays well again? Or is that just a happenstance kind of no. moment? I mean, I, I said I said no just instinctively. I, I don't I, I I don't think so. I mean, again, I think it's a one off, and you you treat it as such. And in, until you like, what's the line that Boomer and TJ would always say on Countdown or or Primetime? Once is an accident, twice is a trend. Well, okay, maybe this maybe this wasn't an accident, but I need to see two. Uh, Peter, for it to be a trend, and, and, and it's not a trend yet. But it, whatever, it was, a, it was, a, it was a solid win against the team that came in. Whatever, seven and five, and um, you know they they faced that Jet defense has put it on a lot of people all year long. That's been the calling card. That's been the consistent. Yeah. That's what you should feel good about. Is that side of the ball. Uh, Scott, we appreciate your time every week. I'm not going to be on uh, next week. I don't know if you are, but uh, we appreciate you and happy holidays, man. Likewise, be well and uh, stay well until next. All right, buddy. Have a good show tonight. Thanks, man. There he is. Proud Maryland alum, the great Scott Van Pelt here on the K-Show. A lot more to do right here on 98.7 ESPN and Yes. NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel 
official partner of the NFL. 21 or over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues not withdrawable. Bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com for help with the gambling problem. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. This is football. Yes, football. They're playing football. The NFL yesterday. All righty. A lot did happen in the NFL yesterday. That's right. Yesterday. The That's right. Which is why we're talking about the NFL yesterday. It's brought to you by Pajama Graham. Let's get right into it. The Ravens Do it. looked like they were going to suffer a shock, shocking, shocking, shocking loss to the LA Rams, but a walk-off TD by Tylen Wallace gave Baltimore the win in overtime. Let's hear what it sounded like uh, with our friend Steve Levy on ESPN Radio. So Ethan Evans back to punt for the Rams now. Clean snap. Gets it in the air. Tylen Wallace will move up the 25 and catch the punt. Cuts to the left. Trying to get outside. Cuts up. Spin move. 35-40. Across midfield. Down the sideline. Not tripped up at all. Runs down the sideline. There are no flags. 75 yards. Tylen Wallace on a punt return in overtime. Nobody needs an extra point here. This game is over. This was the fourth overtime punt return touchdown in NFL history. Of course, we know one 
because it came this year with your New York Jets. That's right. Xavier Gibson, of course, versus uh, the Bills. Per Elias, the seven lead changes in the game are tied for the second most in a game this season, trailing only the Browns and Colts Week 7 matchup that had eight lead changes. And remember, I was saying on Friday, Don, I feel like I'm stupid for not being interested in picking the Ravens because it seems like they cover in every random spot where you're not paying attention. It was pretty clear yesterday they were not going to cover at any point. No, that was a good game. They were not, you're right, they were not going to cover. And of course, once they went to overtime, no shot. Would that ended up kicking off at like seven? Yeah. At times it was seven and a half, not even close. Lamar Jackson uh, on the Wallace touchdown. I was prepared to go back on the field. I thought it was going to be like a fair catch or something. But, you know, people on the sideline, you have time. Tell him how you got time. I guess he heard it. And he just, he went crazy. Just, nah, that looked like a movie. Like I was sitting in the locker room, like he just showed his butt. He just showed his tail. You know, he just showed off. And man, that was just a spectacular return. That was crazy. I, I made a joke on Friday's show, and I think, Don, the joke deserves a little more credit. Go ahead. If I'm not in on the Lions, you should have concern. Especially if it's just you and Michael, there's reason for concern. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm it, really disappointed. It, it, happened, it happened on Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. And it happened again yesterday. I think Michael, Michael's sort of the, he's like Drake for the Lions. You don't want him in on the Lions. We kept saying that line, I, I kept thinking at least, the line against the Bears felt a little funny. Short line in Chicago. And guess what? In the end, uh, it was not Detroit's day. Chicago gets the win. Let's hear the play-by-play from Dan Horde on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Third down and goal at the 11-yard line now. Roshan Johnson to the backfield, snap to Fields, rolling to his right. Fields looking, going to keep it a 10 to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown Bears! And a juicy 7 for QB1. 11-yard run. And the Bears up 25-13 in the first minute of the fourth quarter here at Rockus Soldier Field. And lo and behold, you look up. The Bears are five and eight. This is not a terrible football. They're not team. embarrassing themselves no. at all. Like it, it seemed like such a freakish uh, loss for me when the Commanders lost to the Bears. Now, now I realize the Bears are actually a no, half decent football bad. team. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, since their Week Nine bye, the Lions have allowed the second most points in the NFL. Twice as many rushing touchdowns as they did in their first eight games and have allowed more fourth down conversions than they did in their first eight hmm. games. Let's hear from Coach Dan Campbell. I think the teams that are able to respond after you lose a tough one, it's not easy to gain confidence in losses, but I think you have to be able to do that because you understand your own errors, you understand what you have to clean up, and then you don't want to lose that way again. Yeah, things not great right now for Detroit. But what are they sitting at, Don? Nine and four? Yes. They're 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 good. They're, they're fine. They're fine. But there's something not happening. They're not trending in the right direction. No, they're definitely not trending in the right direction. Travis Kelsey, of course, had an incredible play that you thought was a win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Although we get too crazy with that. Knowing that game, Don, it still would have been too much time on the play. Right, exactly. How much time was left on that play? Oh, it was, it was minute and a half. It was, it was it was over a minute. I yeah, think. it was yeah, over a minute yeah. still. Um, but of course, you know by now, sure. Kadarius Tony lined up offsides and negated an an incredible. I, it would have been a I, legendary I, play. I believe I saw on social media that they were able to actually see it from space. That's how offside he yeah. was. That so someone in space. That, yes, they were able to see it. The Great Wall of China, and they were able to see the the storm that hit the East Coast, and they were able to see that he was a foot offside. 
Here's the play-by-play of the whole thing from 106.5 The Wolf. Ah! <laughs> Kansas City. 20 to 17, Buffalo. They send another blitz. Selling out. Flag on the play. Might be a free one. They've got Kelsey at the 30. Kelsey 25, angling back. 20. Now he's going to lateral it back at the 15 yard line. It's Tony. 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City. They mess around and practice with this all the time. It's going to go with a 49 yard touchdown. Kelsey, the old University of Cincinnati quarterback. Number 19, offense, lined up in the neutral zone. Five-yard penalty. Check it out. Offsides by the offense, lined up in the neutral zone. Who was it on? On Kadarius. Oh, my goodness. That was one of my favorite replays I've heard in so long because they were celebrating it up to the point of the referee interruption. That made it really, like, beautiful. They thought it was a free play. Right. And I get it. I get why timing-wise they thought it was a free play. It's not like offsides on the offense is common, Don. The lining up in the neutral zone doesn't happen all the time. But that's all that it could have been is either lining up in the neutral zone depending on which team it is. When they throw it immediately because if there's movement, they blow the the play dead. And you didn't see anybody move. Like, nobody jumped offside. It was the lineup, so it was just a matter of who lined up offside. Now, I, I, I'm not going to kill them. They're they're high up. Probably didn't notice. I didn't know. Did you no, notice? No, no, no. In, you didn't notice in real time, but I had a, I had a feeling that it was going to be on the Chiefs. Here's Andy Reid. Did Kadarius Tony check with the ref? Normally, he looks over to the sideline and just gets an okay. And on that one, he just happened not to. So that would be the coaching point. Make sure you check with the guy on the on the side just to see if you're aligned. I mean, he's not lining up off sides on purpose. And listen, he was two inches away from or an inch from being legal. Like I said, you can argue both sides of it. It's yeah. uh, for both teams. There are things nope. that happen where people, you know, just it happens like nope. that. So I guess the league's trying to clean that up I, from what I heard by one of the broadcasters last You don't week. like that? Shove it! One of the words that came to mind during that uh, inane rambling read was nuggies. He wanted the nuggies. If he thought it was just a couple of inches, you know what? Go see an eye doctor. Get an exam. He was a, he was a, he was a, and I, a foot is not it described. He was almost a yard offside. Seriously. Uh, he inches, was, he was come past- back to me, man. I like you. I genuinely like this team. I Tool do. time. But I'm sorry. I can't let my prejudice get in the way of calling a tool a tool. That's what makes you great, Don. The tool fact, time! Because I like Andy Reid, and sure. I like Patrick Mahomes. They sure. both acted like complete fools yesterday. It they should a, be embarrassed with themselves. Yeah, no, I, they, they, it, was a tough, it was a tough day for the Chiefs yesterday. If you're a Chiefs fan, you're, you're not. And what, are you, what are you saying to Allen? You're congratulating him on the victory. And he's complaining to Allen. Oh, you don't make that call. What? Why? Because was with the referees supposed to be just entertained by offense? You're supposed to be able to do whatever you yeah, want. Why did he say it to Allen too? Because he was a he lost himself. He lost himself in Tool. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here it is. It was like, maybe, I wonder, I would love audio of him watching the replay. Have you ever heard anybody complain about an offside call? I mean, it, it's the one, it, it's it's black and white, right? It, it's that you're onside or offside. Like, it wasn't, 
a judgment call. I can I can get a pass interference, the roughing the passer. He's offside. He never. He's not cool. His official. voice is weird. He's kind of a dork. His brother's a tool. His girlfriend's annoying. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Dallas last night, the Dallas Cowboys made a statement: thirty-three, thirteen winners over the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's hear Brad Sham on one hundred one hundred five point three, the fan. Back to throw, looking left, looking right, pumps, runs out to the left, throws on the run, Lamb at the seven, and strolls in, walks all the dogs, touchdown, Lamb. And that is a win for your Dallas Cowboys, that's the NFL yesterday. Brought to you by Pajama Gram, soft, silky, a best-selling Christmas gift for her. Get a free $75 nighty with naturally nude pajamas from pajamagram.com. They're the second best team in football. Cowboys? This is their time of year. This is Cowboy this, time. But, 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 but no, it's not. This is usually the time no, no, where... No, up until... We have another couple weeks. Another but, week. No, but th- I'm telling you, there's something different. You're sensing something different? I'm sensing something different about this Cowboy team. I am. Hey, guys, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Pajama Ground's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curve-caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. And please tell them ESPN New York sent you. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.